Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ask Eve. This is the coming episode. Everything you ever wanted to know about squirting, but were afraid to ask. <laughs> As always, these are my opinions, except in the case of medical facts. And the generalizations that I make are just that. There will always be exceptions. Okay, so, love juice, semen, sperm, spunk, <laughs> jizz. Oh, what wonderful names we have for it. Not to mention names for the actual orgasm. Coming, obviously. Shooting your load, squirting, all those delightful terms. So we all know what they are, but um, I've definitely received a lot of questions about this. So I'm going to answer some of the more common ones. I'm going to start with just a brief bit of medical stuff, just to give you context for some of the later questions. And just so we're clear on definitions, sperm, or spermatozoa, refers only to the actual reproductive cells, the little swimmers that combine with an egg to make a new person, the invisible ones, in other words. You have millions of these guys, and you manufacture them in your balls. <laughs> Semen, on the other hand, is the white stuff that the sperm mixes into, and it's the stuff that travels through the tubes in your body and gets stuff added to it along the way, uh, mostly to help the sperm live. And it's the stuff that shoots out of you, so pleasurably. <laughs> uh, Pre-cum is sometimes clear, sometimes white, it's just your body preparing for orgasm, and uh, so some of the semen leaks out a bit. And it comes out of the same tube that you pee out of, obviously, but I'll get to why that matters in a bit. Sperm, by the way, I really find this interesting, they are fierce little warriors. Not all of them try to go after the egg. Some of them are there just to kill the sperm of any other men that might be in your woman, <laughs> sort of clearing the path for uh, their brothers, so to speak, to make a run for the egg. Sorry, my voice is a bit scratchy tonight. I think I'm getting a bit of a cold, but anyway. Um, and that's also why your head is shaped the way it is. It's sort of like a... <laughs> it's like a cow catcher on a train. <laughs> you know those iron wedge things that clear obstructions from the track? <laughs> it's sort of meant to push aside any other sperm that's in there, kind of shove it out of the way so that your sperm can reach the egg and not some other guys. Nice, huh? Anyway, okay, so someone asked how long sperm live. I, and I guess in terms of how long after you have sex can a girl get pregnant, I guess that's why you want to know. So sperm can live for about five days inside a woman and her egg can live for about two. So if you have sex on Friday and she ovulates on the following Monday, she can actually conceive on Tuesday. You have sex on Friday, she gets pregnant on Tuesday. So mother nature, you know. And yes, it's true that your precum can contain sperm. Not too many, usually. But women have become pregnant from just a man's precum inside her. Or for that matter, on her, like on her pussy entrance or on his finger inside her. Now, I should say this is very unusual. It's not, I'm not trying to scare you. It's just important to realize how potent these little fuckers are and how badly Mother Nature wants you to make babies with them. Uh, <laughs> someone asked about vasectomies as well. Just briefly, it's it's a fairly simple procedure that you can have done in your doctor's office under local anesthetic. 
doctor just snips the tube that brings the sperm from your balls up through the tube system that makes semen. So you can still come with lots of semen, lots of white stuff, but it just won't have any sperm in it. Or it shouldn't, anyway. And yes, in some cases it's reversible, but don't count on it. Now, some of the more common questions that I got involved edging and whether it's harmful to deny orgasm. And the short answer is no, it isn't. Masturbation isn't harmful and neither is coming or not coming. Now, I got a question about whether it was true that edging can lead to sperm backing up into your bladder. And this is, this is a little more complicated. I mentioned that semen uses the same tube that pee does, the urethra. The body's really good at making an organ or structure serve a lot of functions. It's very efficient. The problem is urine kills sperm. So it has to make sure there's no urine in the tube when the semen comes through. In fact, that's, that's partially what pre-cum does. It sort of prepares the urethra in a way for when the semen comes through. But the most important way it prevents this is by the use of Oh, fuck, I hate this word. Sphincter. Oh, God, I hate that word. Between the bladder and the tube. This closes down really tightly when you're really aroused and close to coming, just so that no urine can get into the tube. This is the reason why you can't pee and come at the same time. And why when you're really turned on and close to coming, you sort of have to relax a bit before you can pee. Now, in a healthy male, having semen in this tube that doesn't get ejaculated is not a problem. It just gets reabsorbed by the body. But in some men, the sphincter, good God, is defective or weakened. And in that case, yes, it can back up into the bladder. This is called retrograde ejaculation and it can happen even if you don't edge. In other words, just when you come normally. But I should stress, this is a medical condition. It's not what most men have to worry about. So don't worry about that. Okay, so enough of that. Let's move on to the more fun stuff. A listener uh, told me that, uh, quote, everyone knows that cum tastes like battery acid. <laughs> ah, that was great. Uh, actually, if you want to get technical, semen is alkaline or basic to neutralize the acidic environment of the vagina. But as far as taste goes, yeah, it does taste somewhat bitter. And the question has arisen, can you change the taste of your cum? The answer is yes. Now keep in mind that taste is quite individual, so your partner might like or not like any of the things you try. But in general, here goes. If you want kind of a lighter taste, eat things like watermelon, pineapple, celery, and kiwi. Yes, for all the New Zealanders out there, I definitely recommend putting kiwis in the mouth. <laughs> um, acidic fruits like cranberries, plums, and um, and blueberries can make it taste more sugary, as will uh, liqueurs. So even more reason to drink Baileys. Come will taste like Baileys. Awesome. Um, meat and fish can make it taste a bit creamier. Excuse the pun. Uh, but uh, actual cream or dairy can make it kind of funky. It is full of vitamins and minerals, though. And it only has about 25 calories, so... You can tell your woman it's like a health shake. <laughs> Protein. Good for weight loss. Okay. <laughs> I've been asked about changing the volume of your cum and whether a woman cares how much you cum. I think I can safely say no one cares how much you cum. If it seems like 
you're coming more than usual, it can be a surprise, obviously, and it can make the experience last a bit longer. And for someone like me, who truly enjoys and appreciates the male orgasm, more come equals more delight. <laughs> but if you don't come too much, I don't care, and I imagine no one else does either. Now, it might matter very much to you how much you come, because the more come there is to ejaculate or to shoot or whatever you want to call it, the more contractions you will feel during orgasm, which means more waves of orgasmic pleasure. Sometimes it really isn't in your control. It's due to things like genetics, your age, your general health, things like that. But there are ways to increase the volume of your cum. Just keep in mind that this will vary from day to day. Your body will always make sure that you are well hydrated for the other functions in your body. It will take fluid from anywhere that it doesn't deem necessary, and that includes your semen. So make sure you get plenty of water every day. This will definitely help increase your volume. Now, there are supplements you can take. An herbal one is, and I kid you not, horny goat weed. <laughs> Guess I've got that name, which supposedly can increase your volume. Now, not your libido. There are other herbs for that, like maca, etc. But this is just for volume. You can also eat foods or find supplements with certain uh, amino acids in it, like L-arginine or L-lysine. I'll write that out for you in the description. And if you go for a few days without coming, you will, of course, build up your volume. But anything beyond a few days doesn't make a difference. In other words, you can't get any more volume by edging for a week than you can by edging for two days, because your body just stops making more once it sort of, you know, has enough. Um, oh, and one of the reasons that you can come so much from a prostate massage is that normally when you come, you don't empty your balls completely. <laughs> I'm sure it feels like you do, but you don't. <laughs> There's always some left over. Probably because nature wants you to go fuck someone else in a minute and get her pregnant too. But when your prostate is stimulated and you come, you release all the cum you have. Which is also why men who come this way will tell you it just feels so incredibly good. Now, as for how far or how robustly you squirt, <laughs> I think someone called it painting the ceiling. <laughs> Again, that can vary from, from time to time. But if you really want to improve the strength of your muscle contractions and therefore shoot farther when you come, the best way is to do Kegel exercises. I'll provide a link to a good site for Kegels in the description. These are basically little clenches you do to just strengthen the pelvic muscles. And th it really does work. It really helps strengthen your erections, uh, your stamina, all kinds of things. Premature ejaculation is another question I received. This is a whole topic <laughs> by itself. There are lots of reasons for it and lots of ways you can increase your stamina. There might even be a whole other episode, frankly, but for now I'll give you a link to some good information on it. Um, I just want you to realize that premature ejaculation is a very subjective thing. Some men think that coming after 25 minutes makes them premature, while some men can only last about 90 seconds. So it's really a very personal measure. It does improve with age, and there are lots of things you could do to treat it. So check out the links I provide if you want to find out more about that. Now I'm going to get to the really good stuff. The female experience of cum. I get a lot of questions about this, understandably. As I said before, women don't care how much or how little you come. 
or whether it shoots out or just kind of dribbles out. I think most of us are aware that it doesn't mean anything about how good your orgasm feels. So don't worry about it. It's just, it varies and we know that. <laughs> now, someone asked me about female ejaculation or squirting. And again, that's probably a whole other episode. <laughs> but the short answer is there isn't a lot of evidence to prove that women actually squirt when they come. However, many, many women will swear that they do. So for now, I mean, just like the mysterious G-spot, <laughs> anything to do with the pussy tends to be low on the list of scientific investigation. <laughs> for now, it's just considered a kind of a question mark and you'll just have to go with anecdotal evidence. I will say that what you see in porn is just women peeing. <laughs> if she can control it, if she can aim it, God, if it drenches somebody, Jesus, that's just someone who's had a lot of water and is releasing it for the camera, okay? <laughs> uh, someone asked what it feels like when a man comes inside. As I mentioned in the Ask Eve episode about cock size, women's pussies are pretty much numb most of the way up. So, so the most that we feel is sort of a warm, liquidy feeling, much like getting wet for us. That's what it feels like. It's very nice and it's never gross. Okay, it's never gross. It's more likely that what we can feel is your orgasm through your cock, which is very nice. Feeling you pumping cum into us is really hot, or at least I think so. Um, it's completely normal for cum to spill out. Our pussies aren't that long. There's not a lot of places for it to go. Anyway, the point is, it feels great, but there are no fine sensations. Like, we can't feel each squirt hitting us or anything like that. Now, coming in our mouths, that we can feel a lot more. <laughs> Every person is different, but it's far more likely that we'll feel each squirt if you come on our tongue or on our lips or even near the back of the throat. Hmm, getting worked up here. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Um... Okay, as for being come on, someone asked what the appeal was for women, whether we really enjoy it or if it's just done for a man's pleasure. Now, I would say generally that women do enjoy it very much because it's such a physical, visual, concrete sort of expression of your lust, your pleasure, your desire and your satisfaction with us. I mean, think about it. It's, it's proof, right? You like fucking us. <laughs> Look, you're splashing all over the place, all over us. It's like a mark of approval or something. <laughs> Feminists won't like this, I'm sure, but that's the best way I can put it. We love giving you pleasure the way you love giving us pleasure, but to see the actual physical reality of it, to feel it on the skin or in the face, it's just very rewarding, I guess. It's an orgasm made visible, made real, you know? So we love being a part of it and of you wanting to show us that we did this to you. It's very satisfying. Plus, it does feel good. I mean, just like raindrops. <laughs> it's just light and a little bit ticklish, depending on where it goes. So, no, it's not just for male entertainment. I think a lot of women are like me. We genuinely like it and want you to do it. It's also a way for us to really approve of you. You know, we can accept and welcome you come as a kind of approval of your lust for us. 
Now, some people will try to say that wanting to come on a girl's face or tits is an insult or that it's degrading or disrespectful. And, well, that's bullshit. Seriously, ignore anyone who says that. If your woman doesn't want you to do it, fine. But don't believe that all women hate this and that you're some kind of selfish, pervert, misogynist for wanting to do it. That kind of thing really makes me angry. You are not evil for lusting after a woman and wanting to express yourself sexually with her. And there's nothing degrading or disrespectful about your cum. There's nothing disgusting about it. I, I mean, I talked about this a bit in my audio on uh, Loving a Man, the one that I released on Christmas Eve. I mean, you want women to come on your face, right? <laughs> Why shouldn't you both want you to come on hers? You know, like it's just part of sex. It's just a normal, healthy way of expressing lust or love or both with your partner. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Now, one last thing I'll say because this audio is already way longer than I thought it would be. <laughs> um, and it does tie into the next Ask Eve audio, which will be all about porn and <laughs> might even have to be a two-parter. Um, I've been asked how you can make your partner want to swallow your cum. So just to be clear, you obviously can't make anyone do anything they don't want to do. And you shouldn't try to coerce them or guilt them into it, naturally. But what I've found from talking to lots of people about this is that the main reason women don't really want to swallow cum has got nothing to do with, well, your cum <laughs> or you or anything like that. She's not grossed out. The main reason is that she doesn't want to act like a porn star. And this surprised the hell out of me when I first realized it. But it goes along with other things people have asked me about. Someone's girlfriend didn't want to moan and make noise in bed because she thought it was too porny, for instance. And it turns out that most women object to cum swallowing because they are so uptight about porn that they would rather deny their men and themselves years of pleasure just so that even in the privacy of their own bedrooms, they don't do anything that even remotely resembles, quote, what porn stars do. And this is so sad. This is so sad. Our society is so mired in sex shame. Women hate the, the sort of immoral porn star persona so much that they can even let it ruin their sex lives, even in private, even with a man that they love and trust. And this is pretty fucked up, if you ask me. So if you want to try to encourage your woman to open up more, you'll have to try getting to the bottom of why she doesn't want to do it. Not in a pressure-filled way, of course, but just because you're worried that she thinks it's immoral. She might just need to be reminded how much you adore her, how beautiful and wonderful she is, how glad you are that she's so intimate and sexy with you, and not just how badly you want her to eat your cum. Women tend to see that as a dissociating thing, as in, you know, you just want a female mouth to take your cum, but isn't me you really love or want. As long as she understands that this is just part of lovemaking between people who desire and care for each other, um, and it's just another way to enjoy sex and to connect to each other in a very intimate way, then she might be okay with it. If she's happy enough giving you blowjobs but doesn't want to swallow because of the feeling of cum in her mouth, if it's unpleasant to her, you can suggest that if she just sucks you off, that is, if she just keeps sucking you as you're coming, then she'll hardly even notice it. You, you'll be like screaming and thrashing around with pleasure, but she won't taste it or feel it <laughs> as she swallows it down. I mean, a lot of women sort of freeze as soon as the guy starts coming, but it will feel so much better for you if she keeps sucking you through your orgasm. 
and maybe just knowing that she can double or triple your pleasure will be enough for her to want to try it. If she doesn't like the taste, you can try changing the taste, as I mentioned before, or she can brush her teeth before she does it. That will mask the taste quite well. And drinking something slightly acidic, like Coke or Pepsi or whatever, can also help remove the bitter taste by neutralizing the alkalinity of whatever semen is left in her mouth. Um, but of course, if she doesn't really want to do it, don't pressure her. <laughs> she may never want to. If it's that important to you, this may not be the person for you, you know, if she doesn't enjoy it as much as you do. You wouldn't want her doing something that she really doesn't like or feel comfortable with. But knowing as I do that there's nothing wrong or gross or unpleasant about it, I think a lot of women would come around if it was just approached differently with patience and love and an understanding of why they were hesitant in the first place. So good luck. <laughs> and that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Um, my next episode, I'm going to talk about visual porn and the realities of it. So send me any questions or comments about that and I'll include them. And again, thank you for all your questions and for um, continuing to enjoy this series. I really enjoy making this. And uh, now I'm going to go back and record my next erotic audio. So, so until next time, bye.